You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. This week's episode is split into two sides. This is Side A. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. Hey, hey, Doc, is this the most consistent we've been <laughs> in like the last six months? Uh, Yeah. Yeezy season is, is upon us, apparently, because all these oh, Kanye man. releases in a row, plus everything else that's going on. Despite, I'm sure you, I'm sure you're ready to take a week off. You're like, nah, this is this is too much. Yeah, I started school last week, and and uh, one of my kids is here. My son's here, and yeah, if hip hop could just chill for a second, that'd be great. I mean, I'd appreciate. Basically, it. we've got the Kid Cudi Kanye thing this week. We've got yep. Nas next week. Yep. Dr- the Drake album, hypothetically, we we'll talk about yep. we'll talk about Drake in a bit. But after that, I'm I'm still I'm looking forward to the West Side Gun album. That that's coming out uh the twenty second. Some of the producers are really interesting. I want to hear him over Ninth Wonder. I want to hear some of this. So that's coming as well. Okay. I know we have some West Side West Side Gun fans uh, who listen to the show. Um, Nick, no Nikki, no so. Nikki, right? I mean, if you're lucky, Drake holds off till like the 29th, which gets you a nice week off in there somewhere. He's one hundred percent coming out on the 29th. Not the twenty second. You think he's gonna? Actually, he might actually. Ugh. Actually, he might have intended to come out on the 29th, given where he is right now. He's probably going to push up. I wouldn't be surprised if he pushed up. Mm. He's got to do something. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. <sighs> you want to start there? <laughs> no. No, okay. no, no, okay. no. We got to make the streets wait. We got to make the streets wait. Uh, how you doing, man? Everything good? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. It's raining outside, which means it's not hot. So I'm good. How about you? Uh, also good. Um, had a nice little weekend. Uh, got some concerts coming up this week. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, plural. Plural. Yeah, I'm gonna see. Uh, so I've got the TDE Championship concert. So Kendrick was SZA, but I don't think she's on any of these dates now. It's not quite clear to me. Uh, Kendrick. Uh, so now it'll be what Kendrick, uh, Schoolboy, J Rock, Absol, Sir. Um. Oh, we've got J Rock coming out on the 15th as well. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Seeing TDE. Oh, I think Isaiah Rashad has joined the tour now as well. So, um, see okay. TDE on Thursday night up here in Hartford. So, like 15 minutes from my house, which is great. And then uh, Friday night, going down to uh, the Apollo in New York. Never been there. The Apollo, you said? The say. Apollo to see Francis Nolex. Hmm. Is he, uh, Big week for him. Is he going to do, yeah, is he going to do some yay records? He's good. Does he, he 100% has a solo version of I Thought About Him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about <laughs> he absolutely has his own version of that song. Oh, there's a lot to talk about with this yay stuff. Um, but uh, but yeah. So um, never been to the Apollo Theater. That should be good. Looking forward to that. Um, but yeah. So I'll have a lot of concerts to talk about next week. We'll have the Kid Cudi and Kanye album to talk about next week. But in the meantime, before we start talking about everything we got to talk about, uh, Armand, where can the good people follow you on Twitter? Uh, just Armand, wake up. A R M O N D, wake up. All one word. More important than that, please follow. The official Clock Radio Speakers handle, which is at CRS Podcast. Doc, where can they find you at? At Doc underscore Beats, S not a Z. And uh, yeah, at CRS Podcast or ClockRadioSpeakers.com for all your, your Clock Radio Speakers needs. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's just, let's just get into it, man. What's first? What, 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 what do we start We're going to start light. Um, your favorite... F- we might look light, but we're heavy. Your, your favorite phone company, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Had their big developer conference this week. Uh, WWDC, no new hardware really. Um, just uh, you know, pre sort of pre announcing all the updates that we'll all get for those of us who use Apple products that we'll all get 
later this fall. Um, although they always hold a few things back for when they actually like launch new phones, because there's inevitably some like f- feature that requires you know you to you to pay that money and upgrade. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know there was a whole. Bu- did you did you pay attention to any of that stuff? Did you see anything interesting? Um, no. He- okay, here's the thing with Apple, mm-hmm. y'all. I literally have to swallow every ounce of pride in me whenever talking about them. I still don't like the phone. However, Apple makes it so easy to uh, use all of their products together. It makes you want to. This is how it starts, man. You buy one and then you buy another. Yep. Yep. Pretty soon you're like me and there is like, I have like 10 Apple products in my house. I swear to God. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I'm so I'm, I'm a... So my lease is up in the fall. I'm looking for a new place. And when I get this new place, I'm likely going to, you know, get all new furniture and all like a So I'm basically going to start start anew. Mm. And so I'm thinking like, all right, you know, first off, my job offered to get me a MacBook. So there was that. There it is. And then I was like, do I? I don't I, I'm, I can't afford a Mac Pro. But nah, no, you don't need a Mac Pro. Could I do a Mac Mini? <laughs> I have, look, I, I'll tell you right now. I have a Mac Mini right now. Um. I am definitely getting a new computer. I'm just trying to see, can I make this thing last through the fall? Otherwise, I'm going to have to buy off the refurb store or whatever because um, I don't want to pay full price. Who does? Um, but I'm, I'm probably going to an iMac at this point. Yeah, well, that's what I'm sorry. That's what I meant. Oh, yeah. I, meant I meant, do I need an iMac? I can't really afford an iMac. I'm not paying 2500 for a computer. I'm just not. No, 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 no. Like, a, yeah, a, yeah. A, like a low-end iMac is actually like really, honestly, pretty powerful. Um Okay. At least for what I mean, at least for what you're trying to do. Like you're not playing games on your computer, right? No. Uh, if I play I might like play Cuphead just to play it, but like I'm not gaming it. The most I'll do is audio and video work. Right, right. And I've been sitting here with a twenty twelve Mac Mini that I've like upgraded, but like I have a twenty twelve Mac Mini that does all the stuff I do. So you'd be all right. So I so I could just do that, right? Yeah. You could do that. You could buy I mean you could buy a laptop and do it off the laptop if you want. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean that's why they're that's why my job is is looking into getting me the Mac Mini because they want me to do audio video um, oh. at work. They they figured so, out that you can do it. Yeah, they found out a lot of things about oh. me. In my job. Have they found the podcast? No. Okay, let's keep it. I'm just kidding. They haven't found. The, <laughs> they haven't found. The, they found. They found the church stuff. They found the music. Mm. They found a bunch of stuff, but they have not found the. Uh, you they have not you mean they the they found the critically acclaimed album? Even if I lose, is that? Which I which I hear is available on all streaming services. Is that right? <laughs> Critically acclaimed. <laughs> do critics even exist in 2018? Like, what would you do? It's what would you describe us, as what right? we do? Just throwing that out. I was there. gonna say that's what I was saying. Like, it has to be us. It has to be the podcast. Like, podcasts. People who have podcasts. Those are the new. These are the new album reviews right now. Like, we are the mic systems. It is what it is. Um, so anyway, so yeah, yeah. So you were saying My about Apple stuff. They make it real easy. Oh, they make it real easy. So I'm definitely going to get an Apple TV um, just because my Chromecast has seen better days. Mm. I have the OG and I used it. I've been using it like crazy. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and get an Apple TV. And, you know, it just, yeah. So that's three, possibly four Apple products in my home within two years for somebody who was staunchly anti-Apple for the longest time. Yeah, I, when I start getting mad at green bubbles, like that's when I've completely oof. crossed them. I uh, I thought um thought I was gonna have to buy uh, an Apple TV 4K this week because I thought my TV died, my TV. Okay, and so I'm thinking to myself, I gotta buy a new, a new TV. 
But who's really buying a regular 1080p TV these days? Like you go by the 4K okay. TV, and then I was like, right. oh well, I've got all this iTunes content. It's like one rabbit hole after another. Thankfully, I was able to fix the TV. Everything's all good. But no, Apple TV, you know, it's nice, man. That's what I use now for Apple. Apple TV. One of the things that they announced at WWDC was that um, YouTube still does not offer 4K support on the Apple TV. Am I right? Yeah, that's a that's a YouTube problem. I don't know what they're. I mean, I know what they're doing, but it's too bad. Yeah, like they they basically want Google wants you to use Apple product and wants you to use Google products, right? Of course, because like Apple doesn't make that YouTube app, right? Google does, YouTube does. So like right. they could make it and support it, right? Because Netflix supports 4K. And I think the Amazon app supports 4K. And of course, like the built-in Apple stuff, like this is actually the nice thing. Like if you're somebody who has bought iTunes, like movies from iTunes over the years, they're pretty much upgrading whenever 4K becomes available. They just upgrade you for free, which is fantastic. You don't have to buy another copy. So not all movies are available in 4K in the iTunes store, but basically like whenever I do make the move to 4K, I got a bunch of stuff in iTunes and it'll eventually just make the jump with me, which is awesome. Right. But yeah, YouTube could fix that, but I don't think they want to. No, they're not going to. But yeah, yeah, Apple, you know, announced a whole bunch of stuff. Um, honestly, it's like the the software this year was really seemed to be it's a whole lot of like nice sort of kind of small to medium size improvements. But for everything I've seen so far seems like it's actually already like the beta versions are a lot faster than the ver- the regular versions that we're all using on our phones and iPads right now, which is nice. Um, they're going to let you kind of customize how you want to use Siri, which is really kind of interesting. So you can give you can sort of record like a custom phrase and then have it not just do one thing, but have it do like a whole bunch of things. So like mm. you could have it say like, you know, you could be like, Hey, I shouldn't say, Hey Siri out loud. Cause someone's phone's going to trigger. But you, you know, if you said, or my phone might trigger, but if you said Siri, um, you know, it's time to go home or whatever phrase you wanted to use, like you could have it. Oh, I wanted to like open like my maps app of choice and like plot my course home. Cause I'm driving home. But Oh, by the way, I also wanted to send a text to my loved one to say, Hey, I'm headed home from work. And oh, by the way, can you also like open my music app? Like you can have it like chain stuff together, which is really cool. Like that's a really advanced feature. Like I doubt like every person's going to use that, but there's definitely stuff I could use that for. Absolutely. So they announced a whole bunch of little cool stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I was just curious if anything caught your eye. No. Okay. okay no, that's cool. <laughs> not, You're not, are you going to be making these, uh, these memojis? Absolutely not. Cause you, well, you don't have the, the 10, right? You just have the eight. No, I've got the eight plus. Yeah. I'm definitely, I'm like, I saw the Memojis and I was like, I might upgrade to the beta just for the Memojis. I'm definitely going to make a Memoji. Of course I am. Oh, I'm good. I, my only desire to make an Animoji would just be to do a rap video. I would just do something off my album. You, so I don't know if you saw that, but you can like, once you create like a, an Animoji of yourself, you can then put that into FaceTime calls and there's group FaceTime coming, which is going to be great. Group group FaceTime is going to be super great for me and my kids. That's what I'm most and excited then about. I'm you sorry. can put your Memoji like on top of your body <laughs> in the group FaceTime. Oh my God. So it's only a matter of time before Sonny makes a music video out of that. 100%. That, yeah. Well, hopefully it'll be me. There you go. Yep. All right, man. Uh, you want to talk NBA real quick? Yeah, let's do it. How's the, How is the state of Ohio doing right now? Oh boy. Um is there is there like is there like a, a reward out for J.R. Smith or how is this working? You know, I feel bad for LeBron. Here's why. Because now I'm seeing criticism of him because the the footage came out of, you know, what happened after they went to after regulation ended at game one. Oh yeah, the raw and they footage. went to the bench. Yeah, and he's like yeah. giving him the cold shoulder. He's just like He's just kind of sitting there processing. You can watch like you can watch him processing what just happened. And then 
Ty Lue comes over to him and he says, hey, did we didn't have any timeouts, right? And Lou is like, we did. And he just like, he just like, his legs give out from under him. And so the, the criticism that I'm hearing from him is like, well, he's a leader. He should have gathered his team up. Look, <laughs> all of us experienced that in real time. I, do you remember that part in, was it Naked Gun 33 and a third? Oh, wow. <laughs> when everybody slapped their forehead at the same time. Yeah. That's what America and the world did all in that moment. We cannot expect LeBron to just have this like beyond human experience and not look at that and say, okay, it's cool. Let's just get him in overtime. Like that is unrealistic. Even for somebody as amazing as him, like that's just, it's just unrealistic. So I will say this though. Okay. I don't think all is lost Hmm. because Golden State doesn't look as like people talk about how trash this Cleveland team is. Golden State, they're not, they're not killing Cleveland. Like they only won by what they went by the other night, 13, 15. They only won by that much because they caught a late run. That was a gentleman's 13. Like they're only not killing them because LeBron is LeBron. Like the, the, the talent gap is absurd. But they're not, if they're not playing the way that it should be, if you're listening to the narrative of all the people who are talking about basketball in the finals right now, these should be 40 point blowouts. If it's one on five, one on eight, if you're counting these really bad referee calls and they're only losing by 13, they only, they lost in overtime the first game and they probably, not probably, and they should have lost the first game. Like I all wouldn't be, all wouldn't be lost. I'm, it's a super long shot still, but like it's, I'm not super duper impressed with Golden State. Like they're just not killing this and it's not close. This isn't like when uh, Miami played San Antonio the second time and San Antonio ran them off the court. So that's not this. game three. Uh, we were recording this Tuesday night. Uh, game three is tomorrow night. Um, that's a like that's an everything. But like that's the kitchen sink game for for uh, Cleveland. 100%. So like. Yeah, LeBron, I mean, LeBron's probably playing all 48, but he might even like really like try to like kill himself extra hard. Cuz like some you know, when he knows he's going to be playing all 48, like like you know, game 7 against uh, the Celtics, he knew he was playing the whole game. So there was times on defense where he was just like that one's not happening. Cuz he knew he had to save it, which you know, which I get. Like I I can't even begin to like try to understand like I mean, the situation that that team puts him in and like his choice to like, okay, he knows he's at a certain age and he's got a certain amount of like life in his legs. So he tries to judge it that way. But like game three is everything. I mean, that sounds so obvious, but like he'll, I think, I don't know. I expect like a, just an all-time game from LeBron in game three, because if, the, if not, then it's, I mean, it's really over. Right. Am I, I mean, am I, I agree. no, I agree. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I, I think what's bothering me is little things like Lou saying, oh, we're going to play Rodney Hood in game three. That's going to make um, a difference. It is. <laughs> no, it is. Because Rodney Hood, honestly, Rodney Hood, even Jose Calderon, no. like, should have got those minutes that they're giving to JR. You think that's it for him, huh? No. <laughs> no. Lou, like, okay, here's one thing that I've noticed about Spolstra. After the big three left, he became a much better coach. Mm. Like, I think that experience is it has given him the wisdom to coach that Miami team um Lou like because the same things that we complain about with Lou we complain about with Spolstra like his rotations were terrible um 
And that's with Lou. His rotations are terrible, and he makes absolutely no in-game adjustments. Small in-game adjustments that, that Kerr does with Golden State. For example, like anytime Cleveland penetrates, they score fairly easily. So what do you do? You get JaVale McGee to start the game. Or you, or you insert him in to start the second half, and you take away that option. Or you make it more difficult to score in the paint. Because Golden State runs fairly small, but at the same time, you can't put like Tristan and... Um, Nance on the floor at the same time because that slows Cleveland up and Golden State to have a field day on the perimeter. So like, uh, I don't know, man. It's, there's just a lot going on. Ser- series just, isn't 100 percent over, but they have to. They got to win tonight. It, it would help if like you know, I mean, the thing that they got to hope for, right? Home game, people hit some threes. All of a sudden, it's a different feel. But yeah, absolutely. Where's Delavadova when you need him? Someone's got to play dirty. <laughs> yeah, just go. No. Just go right right after Steph. When you watch the, when you watch these games, you got. I'm I'm way more terrified of Steph Curry than I am of Kevin Durant. I'm more terrified. Clay Thompson's the killer. I, Steph's gonna get MVP this year, but Clay's the killer. I actually don't love what Durant does to their offense. I agree because like he gives them the ability to want to go ISO. Whether mm-hmm. I don't know if that's Durant that's asking for that. I don't know if it's Kerr who's like, well, we've got this weapon, let's use it. But they don't feel like the Warriors when they do that. You know. Like the Warriors are terrifying when people are flying up and down and they're hitting like yep. three after three and you can just feel and, and it just it feels like it's unstoppable. Right. And they're just and they're just they're moving the ball and it's just like impossible to rotate. Right. That's uh that reminds me of the uh, the Spurs. And, and Draymond gets to be, you know, just the worst. He faked he, fake. Tough. He's the worst. The worst. He's true. I don't understand how people I don't understand how people can cheer for this Golden State team. I really don't. They're just really not likable basketball players. I'm good. I'm good. I was there was another point I was gonna make and and I completely forgot just about something. Did I sorry I sorry know. if I talked over you, Apple. No, 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 you're good. You're good. You're good. Get your bars off. I if 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 it's important, it'll come back. So it's two oh right now. How yep. many games do you think this goes? Five. So it's so Honestly. I mean so it's over. Yeah, like as as optimistic as I want to be, right. um realistically, five games. I think Cleveland gets one. Golden State takes game four and they win game five in the Oracle. They win at home. Yeah. Mm. Yep. All right. Anything else? And then, and then LeBron goes to Houston. You, oh, God. That, that changes every week, dude. There's no, <laughs> I don't like him on Houston. I don't like him on Philly. I don't like him in LA. Nah, I don't like him in LA. LA's, LA's one of those teams that I really just want them to keep together. They're going to get rid of a couple of those guys. Like I see them getting rid of like Randall, but like, I like keep Randall. that cool. I like Randall. Randall came up when I saw him play. Uh, when I went to LA for my birthday last year and they played the Raptors, he looked terrible. Um, he improved a lot over the course of the season. Yeah. Um, but he, I mean, I feel like they're going to get rid of one or two of those people, but keep your core, including Luke Walton. Keep your core. Keep them and then get maybe a, a, another piece or two, uh, like a veteran or bi- a vi- big name or build your bench up or something. Like, because the, honestly, the West is for the taking and, by, and what I mean by for the taking like they can get in the playoffs in a couple of years. I mean, and besides, who knows? Kawhi might be knocking down their door any any day now. We never know where Kawhi is going, and I I agree. I agree. I've got some Laker fan. I got some Laker fans who said they don't want Kawhi there because they would have to give up too much to get That's him. The dumbest thing I've heard. Eh. Give up what? The, I mean, but those are people who also want to keep that core. It's not and build a core. It, yeah, it's not. I don't know. Well, all right. We, it's like it's like Philly, but it's like Philly though. Like, well, Philly has a much be- I, Philly has a much better core than LA. They they do. However, like if you had to give up a piece or two to get 
a Kawhi, would it be worth it? I mean, they should be calling around and, and, and offering faults and whatever to get one of these big names. <sighs> Am I tripping or did they kind of do him dirty? They totally did him dirty. This is the NBA, okay. man. Look what Boston did to Isaiah Thomas. Who? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, play play through pain. Oh, it's going to be heartbreaking and all this stuff. And da, da, da. Trade you. Trade you. Yep. <sighs> uh, yeah. Okay, I guess we're moving right on to the to the main event pretty quickly uh, this week. Well, one of the two main events. So previously on Clock Radio Speakers, mm-hmm. last week we talked about your man Pusha T. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about uh, Drake's Duppy Freestyle, his response. Mm-hmm. And we recorded yep. Monday night. Is that right? E- Tuesday? Because it was Monday Tuesday? Memorial Day last week? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so we recorded Monday. We recorded yep. Monday. And so as of Monday night last week, we were like, okay. Things are getting kind of interesting. Yeah. Like, I wonder what's going to happen. What's Push's response going to be? <laughs> and then it happened. Yeah. And then it happened. So, was this Tuesday night, right? Yeah, uh, dang, was it? No, it was Tuesday. Yes, it was Tuesday. Tuesday afternoon, but Flex permitted. So, Tuesday at about 7. So, Tuesday p.m. <laughs> Tuesday p.m. Your man, yes. your man Pusha T. And then Terrence Thornton. Yep. Puts out the story of Adidon. Is that how you pronounce it? Adidon. Adidon. See, that makes a lot more sense. The story of Adidon, uh, which is his response to Drake over mm-hmm. uh, the story of OJB yep. from uh, Jay's 444. Yep. So I want to talk about the song as like a song, but then I want to talk about like <laughs> what happens as a part, as a result of the song and the reaction and yeah. everything else. Because I think like you can, to me, it's really clear how you can separate these out. Does that, does that sound okay to you? Absolutely. Let's do it. So I'm just going to ask you, Armand, how did you like the song? <sighs> okay. So... I've heard diss records. Why do you always make me go first? <laughs> you want me to go first? Uh, I, I'll go no, first. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, it's, no, it's cool. Um, I've heard many of diss records in my day. Um, Doc, I think you and I come from the genera- the beef generation. Sure. Beef was at its height. There's DVDs, documentaries on it. Uh, shout to Pete Cutter, Street Wars mixtapes, you know, G-Unit, Stop Snitching, dot line, Stop Lying, G-U-Not. Gee, you know, um, that's the dumb. <laughs> if you ever think beef is really dumb now, listen. Oh boy, we we have gone through some dark times, bro. <laughs> some dark times. Oh, I have to say, I was really offended when I heard this. Offended? I was offended for Drake. Mm. I was like, wow, like he really went there. He did. He really went there, and then to see how it just unfolded. And how calculated and intentional it was and how, how many things tied together. Um, and I said this on Twitter. I said, hey, infrared cannot be your right hook. Infrared has to be your jab. And then if it's Duppy, Duppy can't be your, your if, if you're calculated, you have, you basically, I'll say this, Duppy can't be your, your right hand or your overhand right unless you have an uppercut coming. Because essentially... With that, Pusha did to Drake what Drake did to Meek, because infrared is basically charged up. Kind of, but I think that there's, kind I of. think there's some, I think there's a big difference to me. Okay, what's the big, what's the big difference? So we talked last week about how you know you can't underestimate Drake, right? Correct. Because he actually, you know, when he wants to do it, he can do it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he sort of has, you know, he explained this during the, during the Meek beef, like he has this, you know, he's got the rep as the, he's the R&B singer, he's the, even though not really, right, but. You know, he's a singer, you know, all this other stuff. And so he he sort of he tries to feel like a little bit like the underdog, which when you're talking about Drake is kind of funny, right? Like not too many scenarios mm-hmm. where Drake is the underdog. 
Um, right. But to me, I think what we sort of underestimated about Pusha T wasn't so much that he was like, yeah, it's the underdog, but it's like <sighs> Pusha T is willing to go to places that Drake is not willing to go to. Clearly. Right. Because like the story of, 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 of Adidon, um, am I saying that right? Added, Adi- Adidon. Why is that so hard for me? The story of Adidon. Um, Just think of Adidas. Adidon. Yeah. Um, or at the Don. At the Don. Bars. As a song, this is not particularly amazing, right? Like, if you remove the beef aspect of it, like, Push is not being particularly witty. He's not really, like, having bars that, like, ca- it's not the sort of, the sort of, like, oh, he, like, drew this incredible, like, thing. And, like, we kind of get, it's like, oh, it's not, you know, it's not even, like, there's nothing here on the, to me, on the level of, like, you know, you're, like, the, you know, the 40 and Menace, you know, the, the that, you know. Right. It's right, not even right. like if, if we're it's not even like on that level, but what he's doing is being completely ruthless. He's willing to go to places Drake is not willing to go to, and he understands the biggest thing about beefs, which is also true about politics. If you're explaining, you're losing, right? Mm. So like there's a lot of stuff on here that kind of has there's explanations and you can judge how true or not they are, but if you're explaining, you're losing. And so Pusha T is kind of doing the Trump thing here which is he's being aggressive. He's going to talk about whatever. It's not like Pusha T went through and like fact checked this. Like Pusha T didn't approach this from like a journalistic point of view. Like this is the most accurate portrayal of Drake. No, absolutely not. No, he hates this man. He hates this man. Yeah. And so he's putting it all out there. Yeah. But like as a, as a diss record, it's not there. There wasn't like a, uh, there wasn't like a bar that made me go, Ooh, so much as there were accusations that made me go, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think if we're just talking from a technical as- yeah. aspect of rapping, Duppy is better. Sure, and Push has done much better, but that's not what this is about, right? So there's, I think... I, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we break this yeah, down, yeah. before you... Please please hold your thought. Okay, and let me Because right I, I need to stop this. We should not be comparing Duppy to Adidon. Why not? It's the same reason why, even though people compare TakeOver to Ether, TakeOver to e- TakeOver and Ether, that was not, that wasn't it. It was Ether and Super Ugly and Takeover and the Stillmatic Freestyle. If we're talking about a timeline, did the Stillmatic Freestyle come out? Because so like Takeover debuts at Summer Jam, mm-hmm. the first part of it, but mm-hmm. he saves that sec that that last verse. Mm-hmm. Was it Takeover preview Stillmatic and then Stillmatic and then Takeover again yep. and yep. then Ether and then Ether and then Super Ugly and then Super Ugly. And then don't you know, and then just random stuff, brave hearts <laughs> and all that. Sometimes stuff. less yeah. is more. So, yeah. Sometimes less is more. Um, we should be comparing infrared to Duppy and we should be comparing uh, essentially added on to itself. Well, except because Drake didn't, Drake hasn't responded. Well, I, and I definitely want to talk about why he hasn't responded. And if we'll he get responds, yep. right, we'll get there. So you're right. That's that's kind of interesting. I don't know. I mean, it is it is take over ether. Like sometimes that is the way it goes. Yep. Oh, there's no sometimes. It absolutely always goes that way. I don't even think you're a casual rap fan because we need to talk about different levels of fan even with this beef. I don't think your casual rap fan knows about the Stillmatic freestyle. They don't know about... <laughs> now before, and let's say this, Doc. Again, if, if we're talking about the theme of, of hip-hop, Stillmatic freestyle wasn't always called Stillmatic freestyle. What was it called before then? Is it the I for an I freestyle? No, nah, no, no. H to the O. Oh, H to the Omo, right. Although there is a great freestyle over Eye for an Eye where he's he's got some bars for J2. The whole history yep. of the J Nas be actually that might be an interesting if we ever get bored on this show, like a I think we should I think we should do like beef episodes. Like a, like I think that'd be like cool. Revisiting the Nas J beef. Like start way, way, way back. 
Yeah, because I just I just got all those um those Empire Strikes Back mixtapes. Yeah. So yeah, I'm down. I'm down. We got we got we got to educate the people, Doc. That's what we're here for. So to me, the the big things I definitely want to like talk about. I I, I obviously because you and I have not talked about this at all. Um, at all. The things I want I want to I I definitely want to hear what you have to say. Right. So there's the cover. Yeah. There's the kid. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's the line about there's the part about the parents. There's yeah. the part about forty. Yeah. Other than that. I think most of the stuff here is mostly stuff that Pusha loves to talk about when it comes to Drake. Is that fair? Sure. Okay. You want to start with this cover? Yeah. I can, I can knock this out fairly quickly, okay. honestly. What do you, what do you, when you saw um, this cover, what did you think? Oh, Drake's a little brother fan. What do you mean by that? So in 2005, um, little brother came out with little brother who was a trio out of North Carolina. They're no longer together, but they're all three still making music. They came out with an album called The Minstrel Show. That was a take on modern day hip hop being like minstrel shows um, back when African-Americans uh, would sort of resort to this style of entertainment. Very, for lack of a better word, coonish and ignorant and, and things of that nature. Um, you know, famously, their loving it video was rejected by BET um, because it was too intelligent, according to I was about to call him Stephen Smith, uh, Stephen Hill. And that kind of became a thing. So Little Brother was one of the first unsung heroes of the internet. I know we talked about that with Clips uh, last mm. week or the week before, how they were the first unsung heroes. But Little Brother was before. Little Brother was in there too. Not before, but Little Brother was there too because Clips came out no too. So I'm sure it was a different corner of the internet. It was yeah. It was a very backpacky, backpacky yeah, very backpacky corner of the internet. Man, I used, so, I used to buy all the Justice League stuff from. Was it Hip Hop? Boy, wait, what was the website? Um, HipHopSite.com. HipHopSite.com. Yep, hip hop site that they used to sell stuff directly on the lawn. Yep. Justice League had their own message board. They would sell stuff directly there. You know, we famously talk about the story where Ninth Wonder remixed the black album and basically took DMs. Or no, there was a there was somebody on on So who was basically taking DMs of addresses and making copies and sending them out to people for free. Ninth was doing that as well with that and Ninth invented the remix. And Doc, you have a phys- you have the physical copy of one of those, both of I those. I definitely have a physical copy somewhere of Ninth and of Ninth invented the remix. That's history, man. Um, God stepson. <sighs> did you do that with God stepson too? No, I did not. Um, okay, but then I was deep in the because uh, like '03 is when I got my first iPod, and after that, I was like, I'm not really buying that many CDs anymore. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so if you look at the history of Drake, yeah. Somebody who is always hovering around that is Fonte. Fonte is one of the MCs in Little Brother. Drake himself will tell you that, you know, Pusha, Fonte, Joe Budden, Jay-Z, those are his influences. And if you listen to him, he sounds like a mixed bag of all four of those guys. So when I saw that cover, I knew that it was just Drake. Just knowing how awkward Drake is and how enamored with hip hop he has been in the past where a lot of people have said that it was, he was corny and like that didn't, that didn't look malicious. It looked corny. It didn't look like I'm having trouble and I'm having trouble with reconciling my black side. It looked like I find identity in little brother and the things that they talk about and how they create their music. And I'm, I'm going to take these pictures to kind of show that like my support of the minstrel show, like nothing about that said racism to me. All of it said, Fonte is one of my biggest influences. I don't disagree with any of that. And I would just say, I, but I think the biggest thing is like, Push is not an idiot. 
right? He knows that people are going to look at that and without context 10, and without history. 10, what's that? I, t- I'm, I, mean, I just said 10,000%. I'm yeah, with yeah. You. Like without the context, you're just going to look at that and go, oh, yep. And so anything you have to explain in beef is bad. And so Push is like, yep. And so some people are, you know, like part of me is like, <laughs> that's kind of foul, but that's the whole point, right? Like yep. Pusha yep. T is not trying to be, he's not trying to, like I said, he's not trying to write like a journalistically like accurate, like history of drink. No, there's no fact yep. checking here. Um, yep. So the cover looks bad. The cover is a win for, for Pusha, right? Yep. 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 Especially in, and don't forget the climate that we're in now. Mm. That helps where everything is like really like racially charged, racially sensitive. There's such a heavy emphasis on it. Right. Anytime that comes out, if that would have came out five years ago, like there wouldn't have, nobody would have batted an eye. If that would have came out during the Kendrick beef, nobody would have batted an eye. Now it looks even worse on top of all the reasons that you gave. So yes, that's a win for Pusha. So pushes up one off of the cover alone. And so let's talk about the kid and and and, and, and the mom. Do we want to talk about okay? Do we want to talk about why he used that beat first? Since we're kind of on that subject, well, that's so interesting. That, that yeah, kind of so plays into want, it. I hadn't really thought about that that much. But go ahead. What do you what, I, what do you want to go? Nothing. With that? that just I think that just plays in. You know, just the concept of the story of OJ. I'm not black. I'm um, OJ. It, yeah, I'm not black. I'm OJ. Like the cover mixed with Drake being. Um, almost like a, like a character. And what I mean by that is like, he's kind of been different things in different spaces being mixed. Doesn't, uh, doesn't help because one of the generalizations of, uh, mixed race people is that they have trouble reconciling the one side. We look at famous people like Mariah and Tiger Woods who are, um, black as one of their predominant races, but they, people will say that they'll only claim it when it's convenient so um, that that was that was intentional, ten thousand percent. On top of all that, so using the cover, having the same font as the story of OJ, and then using the story of OJ instrumental, that in itself is telling a story that isn't necessarily true because we don't know that. But again, we're not fact checking, so it just it looks bad, and it's another win for pushes calculated. So the kid and the mom, kid and the mom. So. I didn't think it was any accident that it didn't take too long to have a story on TMZ talking about, oh, well, we're hearing actually that Drake is taking care of the kid. And we heard a story like he's planning to talk about him on the new album. And Drake seemed, seemed pretty, pretty clear that Drake wanted to get out in front of that real fast. Well, well I think I think it helps that the Adidon, because we, we understand why it was called Adidon, right? Yeah, actually, do you want to tell people about that? Okay, so basically Pusha revealed, okay, first of all, Pusha is signed to Adidas. He has a shoe deal with Adidas. Drake recently left Jordan brand and um, signed to Adidas. The sneaker community knew about it, but it's not common knowledge yet. And Pusha revealed that Drake was going to come out with a um, a deal uh, or a clothing brand called Adidon through Adidas because his son's name is Adonis. So mixing Adidas with Adonis, you get Adidon. And that was going to be the rollout with Scorpion. So you've got clothing brand, likely a shoe, um, and then announcing that I have a son. And knowing Drake and how calculated he is, it would have looked really, really good the way that he would have presented it. But we didn't get that rollout. Right. And we'll talk about like what Drake does next there. Now he sort of has an opportunity for a different kind of rollout, which could be interesting, but yes, he does. Um, but yeah, I mean, so it's not so much the accusation that he has a secret kid. 
it's the accusation that he's not doing right by the kid yep. and the and the mom, right? Yep. But I, I don't want to. I, I don't. I don't want to discount what Push is doing here to the mom, which honestly he's slut shaming her, sort of, right? Not sort of. He, he is. is right. I shouldn't. I shouldn't use qualifying language because it's kind of sad to me. But like, he's clearly trying to get a rise out of Drake with this whole thing, but he's also trying to like. There are there are a number of people in this world who, yeah, will look sideways at a guy who has a kid with a porn star. One hundred percent. And Pusha has no problem exploiting that. So part of me wants to like tell the story, right? The the T as you as you mm-hmm. will. I've heard people call him Pusha T T E A. Um. Because it's real, it's real gossipy, right? Well, this, and that's this whole song been, is a—it's just gossip. Yeah. So the so the rumor mill has it that she was sleeping with multiple men at the time, um, celebrities, and um, she had, and all of them took a DNA test and come to find out Drake was the guy, um, and Drake was trying to get her to have an abortion and blah 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 blah. Even just talking about this just just sounds real chatty patty. So I'm gonna I'm gonna chill. Um, but like, let's say all that's so, yeah. true. Like, okay, yeah. and right, right. Like, here, here, here's the thing. Because before all this information came out, Doc, how do we know to what degree did uh, was Drake taking care of his child? We have no idea. We have no idea. We still honestly have no idea, other than like TMZ reports. So take that for what you will. But yeah. we have no clue. Like, this is why you know people like. This is why I don't put everything on social media. And some people are like this way. Like you don't put everything on social media because some things maybe your friends know, you know, mm-hmm. like, so maybe there's personal things. So you could be in a whole, the, the, the interesting thing about like Valentine's day, right. Is like women will put, or not women, just people will put their significant other up on Valentine's day for that one day. Like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even know you were in a relationship, but like, is that my business? It's not. If I'm just following you on social media, like, is that my business that if you have a boyfriend or girlfriend or not, even if I'm following you like superficially and I'm like hoping one day to slide in your DMs or whatever, like, does that matter? It matters if I do reach out to you and try to talk to you and you give me rhythm, then yeah, it's a problem. But if you choose not to, you know, put that information out there, you don't have to. Right. And and Doc, let me ask you another question. So people... Maybe I'm jumping ahead of you and how you want to roll this out, but and I'm just posing questions here, so I don't want to I don't want to sound like I'm caping or anything like that, but I'm just posing questions because I love to play I love to play the other side of the fence. I just I just enjoy. Sure. It. So Drake rolling his son out with his album is seen as insensitive to people, right? That that's that's been like the talk, right? Uh, yeah, it certainly doesn't. It, that's the sort of thing where depending on the light you shine on it, it might look a different way. And with this light on it, it does not look good at all. So then what, so then how come Khaled doesn't catch Fleck for that with, with Assad? I mean, it wasn't a secret, right? No, but I mean like, a, I'm not going to like, to me, Assad looks like a total shill. I think, I don't know. I think there's the notion of like, of, of sort of making your kid like a rep for your brand. That's one thing. And then there's the, I'm keeping my kid a secret until it's the right time. And I think sure. that's the problem people have. Yeah, but, but <laughs> okay, all right. I don't know. I still, I, I just would love. It, hit me up at Armand. Wake up. Hit us up at CRS Podcast. I would love to know. Like, am I tripping for making that comparison with Drake and his son to Khaled and Assad? Because I just feel like Khaled. Just, I'm not saying he doesn't love his son because that's none of my business. Like, I don't. But anytime I see Khaled with Assad, it just looks like. 
let's sell something. Right. We're sell we're selling something. Even if there if there's not a tangible product in Khaled's hand, something is around, whether it's just the DJ Khaled brand of being a, a happy father. That's, I mean, that's part of his image now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but you know, what are you gonna I mean, you're gonna like look a certain way if you know, part of Jay Z's image now is that, you know, he's reconciled with the wife and it's all good. Like Oh man. Okay. Come back to that when we talk about Kanye's album. Okay, right. Because I, I mean, Kanye's got you, a whole about you this brand there too. Okay, I've got, I've definitely got some questions for you about this Kanye album in relation to 444, but we'll, we'll save that for the other side. Okay. Um, the line about the parents' marriage was oof. heavy. Mm. Heavy, man, really heavy. That's brutal. Yeah, brutal. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't figure out what's more brutal, that or the lines about 40. 40. The 40 lines are why? Because the the parent line is it's very layered. If you look at how Drake um, talks about his parents and their relationship, and then you see how Drake like his relationships with women. Sure. If you look at it from that standpoint, how it connects, that's a very layered. Those are very layered statements that Pusha made about his parents. But forty is basically like, hey, your best friend is dying. Right. Like here, and okay. he and he really caught the minimal amount of flack for that. Yeah, it's, he really did. It's kind of incredible. And, and what, and yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah, that was like, when you, when you text me and said like, yo, far, that, man. for me, that was, I was just like, man. For some people, okay, so can we talk about this idea that there are no rules in battle rap? Please, Is let's, true? because I, I, I mean, judging by the reaction I've heard from people, that seems to be what I'm seeing. Yeah. Do you think um, that's true? Okay. You're the battle rap expert. Well, I'm deferring to you. I'm the- <laughs> that yeah, it's funny because when I watch like rap battles, I mean, they talk about daughters and children and mothers and all types of stuff. You know, dead friends, dead family members, dead parents. Um, you know, living condition, like all types of stuff. They go all over the place in battle rap, and it's weird because because that's the culture that they've created. There's only been maybe a time or two where somebody has had to apologize and say, okay, I went too far. I think one, one battle rapper had a line about, um, I can't think of the, the young lady in Detroit who was found in the freezer in the hotel room. He had a line about her and then end up, ended up having to apologize to the victim's family because oh, wow. it went crazy. Um, so there's that. Um, let's, let's, let's discuss this, Doc, because Pusha said the minute you said – my fiance's name. I went there. And when you think about it, all Drake did was say her name. Uh-huh. That says two things to me. One, it kind of hints at some insecurities with Pusha. You think? <laughs> Number two, it validates your point that says Drake isn't willing to go to certain places that Pusha. Drake's got more to lose. He has so much more Let's to talk- lose. Let's talk about that. What does Pusha have to lose? Does he have anything? To well, do? for starters, a lot more people know the name Pusha T than they did a week ago. One thousand percent. Now, some of that is the album, right? Which has you know debuted number three. You know, he outsold uh, ASAP, which is I mean, ASAP didn't have a real strong album, but ASAP, you know, he's got a history. You know, well, well, I'll say this though. I mean, Pusha has a long Pusha has a long career than ASAP. He does. I think Pusha sold what seventy five, seventy seven. I thought seventy seven. ASAP sold seventy one. It wasn't that far away. And his album got completely eclipsed. I hear nobody talking about ASAP's album, and he still did seventy one. Strength of his to name. me, to me, that's a win. That's a win. And I feel like because of that, and I want to talk about Pusha Two and his rollout now. Um, 
ASAP can be one of those people where he can put out something maybe like in July. No, he, I, think he, I think I just saw he put out a video for Praise the Lord. Um, so like something else can catch on later and people can come back to that to that album some, once the dust settles off of this. Some of that, though, is I mean, the, like if you if you look at the sales versus streaming numbers for for both ASAP and Pusha, ASAP, his sales were real low and he had a much longer album with more tracks. So streaming's going to mm. affect him differently. It's one of the side effects of the the short album, right? The, we'll talk mm-hmm. about this with Kanye too. In theory, it lets you just wrap back around and do it all over again. But right, you know, mm, maybe not. Yeah. So, uh, just real quick, like, how do you think Pusha feels about now his album rollout has completely turned into a Drake circus? I think he was okay with it until it was pretty pretty much became clear that Drake's not going to respond for a little while. Yeah. Because as long as it's happening and his name is out there, it's all good. Yeah. But like, because it's in a weird sense, like Drake not responding. Like, well, now what's Pusha going to do? Because he can only right. get so many radio interviews out of this. Absolutely. Like at some point, he needs Drake to respond in order to do the have another move. Yep. Right. Or I don't know, like a really interesting video for one of the songs maybe could happen possibly. But like, what's his next thing? Right. Because the part of the whole point of this, and this is the problem that Drake did when he even responded with W Freestyle in the first place is he elevated Pusha T to a sparring partner of his. And the yeah. best thing Drake is doing right now is not saying anything and letting this all fade a little bit. And Pusha is going to feel internal pressure, I would guess, that he needs to somehow keep this going. Like yeah. That could be a real backfire. For? All parties involved. There's a lot. How this plays out is really important, right? If Drake has a really bad misstep, like if Drake goes, if Drake thinks that his appropriate response is wait a little bit and then just before the album, come back with something that is down in the dirt with Pusha. But if it's not, if it's, if that's a level of dirt that his fans are going to be like, oh, right. What are you doing? That's a mistake, right? Conversely, if Pusha doesn't want to wait all this time, if he does something else, then you run the risk of it looking like you're the bully beating up on Drake. And now all of a sudden Drake can get sympathy if nothing else. There's a really weird equilibrium right now. And whoever sort of makes the next move, it has to be the right move. Okay, so how do you feel about Jay Prince coming out and essentially squashing everything? And, <sighs> That's interesting. And also saying that, and also saying that Drake has a response that would have killed Kanye's career, and also would have been bad for Pusha. So to me, this—I mean, Jay Prince has a has a vested monetary interest in Drake's career continuing. Yep. So yep. this smacked to me of look, he's gonna. I mean, to me, like the strategy is he's not gonna say anything for a little while. Let let all these good music artists get out of the way, and then he'll have his time. Um, yeah. This sort of smacked me of, for the old heads, that Jay Prince name carries weight. 1,000%. If you're 20 years old, you might not have any idea who Jay Prince is, or you, you probably don't care. Lots of Jay Prince slander I've been seeing on the socials. Right, right. So Drake's, you know, the I, to me, the, the gamble is sort of like, for the older heads, many of whom are either running New York radio or heading up blogs right now for the older heads that Jay Prince name means something. Yeah. It's not going to stop people on Twitter. It's not going to stop people on, you know, fan forums and everything like that, but that's not, that's not the game that they're playing with Jay Prince. Right. So right. I, I kind of get it. I don't particularly like Jay Prince coming out and sa- saying he squashed the beef. Like, look, I know Jay Prince carries a lot of weight, especially in Drake's career. But like if Drake felt that it were necessary to not jeopardize what he's been building and what he's got. Absolutely. If he felt it were yeah. necessary, he would come back right now. But 
Mm. It's it's really interesting because the less he's the the like has Drake said anything re- I, so aside from the statement about the the cover and, uh-huh. and aside from that and sort of having his people get out to TMZ oh I've been taking care of the whatever has he said anything I've saw I saw two he left two Instagram comments somewhere <laughs> uh, I think yesterday it's the problem with social media man like li- like yeah that's that's great I I know like can you have can you have it to where you get notifications when somebody comments somewhere? Like if I randomly comment on this just random person's Instagram, like do people see that just based off of the way Instagram now creates their algorithms with their comments? The, or yeah, the more, the, do people, the more important you are on Instagram, you're going to show up as that last comment. Right. Okay. Okay. I, I, I didn't know if it was an, another way that people did that where they just had like – just some sort of notification come up anytime a certain person makes a comment. I mean, there are definitely like sorts of things that you can do. I don't know if you can do it every time you make a comment, but there's lots of notifications that you can put. So like if you run a hip hop blog or if that's like your business, like I bet you, you have a lot of alerts set. Boy, what a world. Um, So I, I've sort of I beat around the bush, but I'll say it. I think it's a good idea that Drake's not responding right now. I think the worst thing he can do for frankly, his career is to get into a fight with Pusha that he can't win right now, which is, he can't. He can't out dirt Pusha. It's not possible. Right. Pusha T will do right. whatever. He will because be Pusha is cl- he will be foul in a way that Drake I mean, will not be foul. At the end of the album, he said Volume One, and he said we're going to get surgical. That was a that was a double entendre. But one of the entendres was I'm willing to. There's more. I have more. Right. But he needs Drake to but, respond before he can unleash. Right. Because he could do what Remy did with Nicki. Right. When when Remy came out with Sheetha. And everybody was wanting, there we go, expecting Nikki to respond with more dirt. Nikki, I don't think Nikki, Nikki didn't respond with the singles until after Remy put out the other record, the another one. You remember that record? It was pretty bad. It was, it was Remy's attempt at a club single trying to back to back Nikki. And it was really, really bad. It sounded like Papoose had like an old case lay beat tape <laughs> with like some Scott Storch beats. Can I, hold on, I'm going to play it. You're going to play it? First of all, New York rappers, please stop using violins in your beats. Not again. That just wants to be back to back so bad. So bad. I 100% will tell you that was a Papoose idea. <laughs> so much Papoose slander, man. Um, I will argue that to the end of time. That was a Papoose. That was a Papoose idea. So, <laughs> right. Like, Pusha T has a good thing going right now. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it, there's a tension between, like, the more his name is out there, the more his stature is elevated, the more he sells, the more his profiles raise, et cetera. But like, you can overdo it. Absolutely. So we'll see who's more disciplined, right? Is it Pusha or is it Drake? And then, I, I mean, well, let me ask you that. First of all, I'll ask you two things. Number one, do you think it's a good idea that it appears that Drake is waiting? And it, um, it's going to be hilarious when something drops at like 4 a.m. this morning. Um, do you, of course, because that's just what So happens. assuming Drake waits, do you think that's a good idea? And then the second part of the question is, do you think he will eventually respond? Um, at this point, if you haven't responded by now, I think you kind of let the J Prince stuff die. Mm. I think J Prince probably has until Thursday 
to have some life and give them another day or two before we move on to the next thing, um, which would probably be maybe Kanye and Cuddy or something new. Um, game three. Right. A few things are going to happen that are going to take more attention away from this. And um, do you respond? I don't know. It's weird because I think people his I think people have long wanted Drake to catch an L like this, yeah. like a rap, like a rap L. So I think that the people who want Drake to lose, like there's nothing he can do to get that back. He's just going to this is forever going to be a thing. Just like people said, you know, he he didn't respond to Kendrick and he didn't whatever, you know, he he's basically responded to everybody who's ever dissed him. Um, I think that he he backs himself into a corner if he responds, if he goes the back to back route. Or if he just doesn't make music, like no matter what, I think he's in a lose lose. And I think it's just one of those things where like he's just going to have to wear this. I think he's just going to have to wear it. I don't think there's anything he can do to get get out of it. Um, he can't out dirt push it. Like you said, if he backs if he back to back some, it's like it it'll work like it could work because push is not going to make a club record. Um, so I don't know unless there's just some other some other perspective or some other angle that he could take that I'm not I'm not thinking of right now. So I don't know. Yeah, unless there's some aspect like the thing that made back to back work was yeah, it was a club record, but also it was obvious, you know, it was pretty obvious that Meek, you know, felt insecure about the difference between his stature and Nicki's stature, and so Drake was yeah. able to push on that. No pun intended, right? He was able to find that bruise and go, let me let me put my thumb. You know, he was really able to press down on that. That's why it worked, right? Yeah, and that's how how a lot of beefs work. Like if you if you know that and you can sort of push on that 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 pressure point, you can make stuff happen. Um, unless he has something like that on Pusha, and I don't know what it, you know. Unless he unless and it and it would have to be something that would really oh surprise everybody. It would have to be something, right? Unless he's got something, then I almost wonder if he's sort of like this. Almost becomes like a Rick Ross Fifty Cent sort of thing, where like right. the fact that he doesn't talk about it becomes more and more ridiculous, but he just doesn't care. Like Drake would have to not care, and I don't know if Drake not care. I mean, you also got the rumor that Drake put out a hundred a hundred k to find some dirt. So I, I I agree with that. I think Drake's Drake's insecurity won't let him not care. Right. But I don't know how you approach this for somebody who has talked greasy for so many years, and somebody has now out greased you. What do you do? Yeah. Right. I mean, Drake built up a, a lot of like armor around you know, against attacks like, oh, he's soft. Oh, he's this, like he knew, you know, he, he, he got pretty good at trying to deflect that, but this is a little different. So I don't know. I don't know. To me, I think like the more he doesn't say anything, the better he is in a sense. Just forget about it. Forget it ever happened. Like the more important thing the I mean, to me, like, yeah, the more important thing is that, um, you know, he, he doesn't release an album full of songs. Like I'm upset. Cause like, yeah, that whatever, would be a yeah, yeah. real problem for him. I don't I don't think he'll do that. I think you were right last week. I'm I'm upset was 100% a heat check. You know there's nobody's was, talking about myself. that, right? Yeah, of course not. Even I think it where would it end up on Billboard? Like 19, I think. Yeah, that's pretty generous. Um, um yeah, nobody's talking about that, but that was a heat check. Like he couldn't go to Flex with that. He couldn't premiere that over your sound radio. I've got a new single. This Scorpio, Scorpio. Scorpion <laughs> dropping June 22nd, June 29th. Right. Oh, that's the other thing. What I said earlier in the show. Yeah. Does at prior to this happening, I would have told you, and I think I've said this on the show, that Drake was going to drop on the 29th. Because he was going to let he was just going to let good music get all their bars oh, yeah. off, 
and he was going to drop. And I think it would probably be a good idea to see. Okay, so if OVO sound is OVO sound is every other Saturday, That's right? right? He could I mean he could really respond this Saturday. But um, okay, so the next OVO sound will be the ninth, and then the twenty third is going to be the is going to be the next one. So he's likely going to be dropping on the twenty second. He could potentially push push up a couple days, for lack of a better term. Like if he just wants to keep it music, if he wants to kind of switch the attention or once everything dies down and he's like, I just want to put this single out or he wants to roll it out with something. Or I'm sure him and Adidas are scrambling for some sort of alternative rollout for his his clothing company. Like there's a way to do it. I just don't know how. So he has to be he has to be quiet because they basically got to um, like remix six, eight, ten months worth of work. Who's that? Adidas and Drake? Drake, Adidas, OVO, Cash Money, like whatever oh. else he was put, rolling out. No, I don't. Because if you got a if you got a clothing brand, if you got this whole thing tied in with your son coming out with your album, those are three fairly big things that you were going to do. And now you've got to like remix all that. Because now what can you say? Can you just come out and say, you You almost have to be honest and say, yeah, I was going to do this with, you know, it wasn't that, I, it wasn't that I wasn't taking care of my son. I just wanted to introduce him to the world in a special way. Blah, 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 blah. Adidas does this. Boost. <laughs> something, something, something. Again, there's a way to do it. I just don't know how. Yeah. What, what's interesting to me is like, I wonder how I wonder how Adidas feels about all this, right? Because like, no disrespect to Pusha, but like, you would have to imagine their partnership with Drake is probably worth a lot more money. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So like, I wonder, you know, they must have felt some kind of way. Because, you know, Pusha, this is, this is affecting people's pockets. Absolutely. And that, and that was, and even with this Kanye album, like one thing about the music industry is that nope, you'll, I heard somebody say this, it might've been you, but I definitely heard somebody say this recently. You'll never know how everybody truly feels about each other because everybody makes money off of each other. So I definitely didn't say that, you, but that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So you've got, for example, Kanye or Drake writing on Kanye's album, Drake uh, Kanye has given find your love to, uh, to Drake and he originally had it for Beyonce and yada, yada, yada. But there's always been this passive aggressive. We're friends. We're not friends. Competition, pop style, all this other stuff. Um, so a lot of people were not coming at Drake because Drake was making a lot of people money. So now that someone has successfully uh, knocked into it, put a dent in his armor. Now you've got a lot of people like that are like, yeah, but they can't be too loud because Drake is making them money. It's the same people who were boycotting Kanye, but then flew to Wyoming to hear his album and taking pictures and wearing merch. Oh, merch. And yeah. You ready to talk about Kanye? Let's, uh, let's do it. I feel like we're missing a lot with, no, I don't think we're, yeah, let's just, let's just do You Kanye think we're missing we something could, with Bush and Drake? I'm sure we are, but our fans will let us know and we'll, we'll just tweet about it. It's cool. As a but let's talk Kanye. Real, real quick, wrap this up. As a disc record, though, we both agree, incredibly effective. Incredibly effective. Is this on the all-time Incredib- list? Um, I would say so. Yeah, I would say so. Yep, I'd say so. I'd say so. Yeah, I'm going back to last Tuesday, sitting on my sitting in my uh, my office chair, fielding like five different group chats, <laughs> and then and talking to you, slowly unraveling just how crazy the diss was um he, just even down to the lines and the and the the, the instagram like yeah push it did work so yeah this is an all-time great uh it, great i diss. would say all-time effective like i i don't actually um, i don't need to go listen to the song 
like as disc records go, like I'm like I'd much rather listen to Takeover or Hit 'Em Up or No Vaseline. Or, like I'd much there's a lot of other disc records I would rather listen to, but it was effective. Yes. That's all I'm saying. We hope you enjoyed Side A of this week's episode. Please check out Side B at clackradiospeakers.com.